Hi guys, welcome back to my so-called midlife podcast. I am Jennifer and this is episode 27. Let's see, what's been going on this week? Mm. As far as concrete, tangible things, not a whole lot, actually. Uh, nothing really new at work, no movement there. Still kind of waiting to see uh, where or what is going to be added to my plate, what direction they kind of want to, or position they kind of want to move me into. I know all that is happening, um, but it, nothing definitive yet. Um, I've been, <laughs> I've actually been watching a lot of TV. I, I just heard something recently that said um, something like people who have a lot of money don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> and I guess that's probably true. Uh, they're probably just busy making money. And that's okay. Uh, I, I've told you guys before, I've never had money. Money has never been anything of great importance to me as long as my bills are paid. I'm taken care of. My animals are taken care of. I'm good. I, I don't need a whole lot, actually. Never have. Um, probably because I never had it. So in that way, I'm grateful. Uh, I'm not motivated by money. Um yeah. So I'll take my TV. <laughs> and speaking of watching TV, I finally last night, I watched WandaVision. It's on Disney Plus. And uh, if you guys are familiar with this at all or, or not, um, it's based on two characters who are from the Avengers. I think the first time they came in was Age of Ultron. So you had Wanda and her twin. And uh, they kind of were first introduced as bad guys and then sort of became allies of, of the Avengers and then yeah Vision um, and Wanda and Vision fell in love I won't give too much of that away just on the very slim chance you are not familiar with these characters or you haven't seen the Avengers movies and if you haven't what are you doing go watch the Avengers movies they're good um, but anyway WandaVision hadn't read that much on it so I really did not know what to expect um, and even saying that I still went in with high hopes <sighs> I liked it I did now it's at at the time of this recording there's five episodes out so I am already I'm caught up I watched all five episodes um, I think there's gonna be a total of nine and I have no idea if there'll be a season two. But uh, so far, it took me till like episode four out of five to one, figure out what was going on and two, decide how I really felt about it because it was interesting, held my interest, obviously. I mean, I watched all the way up until that point, but I didn't really know if I liked it. It was kind of like what is this? I do like it. Uh, I like where it's going. It, it's a, it starts out really strange, though. And you kind of just have to buckle in and agree to go on the ride. And if, if you're willing to do that, I think you'll like it. But there is a, an element of sort of 
fantasy and uh, unknown that y- you just have to accept and, and go with it. But if you're willing to do that, I think you'll like it. If you're at all familiar with her character from the Avengers, with, with Vision's character from the Avengers, it's kind of built in. I think that you'll like it. I was, I was with both. So uh, yeah, I, I am liking it. I'm looking forward to seeing where it's going. So we'll see. Uh, podcast recommendations. Again, I do not have any new podcasts uh, that I have really kind of latched onto. I'm still on the hunt. Uh, there is one called, oh uh, gosh, uh, I should, uh, honestly, I should really research these things. Um, it's called, it's by Wondery. It's called, This Is Actually Happening. It's not new. Um, there's actually quite a few seasons out already, but it's hard to listen to sometimes. Um, some of the subject matter is tough. So I find myself sort of, you know, skipping around just based on my current mood. And hmm, what I would say is if you decide to listen to this, that you do the same thing, that you read the description box and decide whether or not it's something you're in a good place to listen to at that moment. Um, There's some obvious trigger warnings with some of these. And uh, so that's why I'm kind of hesitant to recommend it. So I will recommend it with that sort of asterisk. Um, Read the description box. See if it's something you want to listen to. They're interesting. Stories are well told, but it's not for everyone. So, hmm. all right, guys, now that you're all caught up with this week's events. (laughs) Let's get into this week's topic. We're back. All right, guys. It is confession time. So everything that I'm about to say is all unscripted. (laughs) So we're going to go on this ride together. I, I don't know this is going to go this week. Um, let me tell you why. So I I always, about a week before, maybe a little less uh, before I'm going to record the podcast, I start working on it. So I, you know, if there's something in the news, you know, pop culture, whatever, something that happened with me um, that I think, oh, this this might be something that I can talk to you guys about. Then I start my research and then I start writing it. And I did all that. I did all that. I had I had it all done. I had it all set. I knew what I was going to talk about when I sat down today to record you guys, uh, with you guys. Um, and I'll just tell you, it was uh, a very snarky take on uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> I hate I hate Valentine's Day, but I especially hate Galentine's Day. Let's just be clear that uh, the first is a made-up consumer holiday, and the second is a a holiday completely created from a sitcom. So a sitcom that I love, by the way, but uh, I hate Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, I had it all written out. I was ready to go. I sat down. I uh, started to record it. And 
Honestly, it it felt, uh, I was having a hard time getting the words out, number one. I had a couple of um, recording issues, so I had to kind of restart a couple of times. And it, then I was having a hard time getting the words out. Uh, was, you guys know, a lot of times my mouth moves faster than my brain. And then I just realized, like, no, this is... This is not what I'm supposed to be talking about today. Uh, it felt fake, forced. It felt really inauthentic. And I started to think about the week that I've had. And you guys know, I already told you, not, not, nothing really concrete changed, but there was a lot of emotion happening with me this past week. Um, and so I decided to kind of talk to you guys about that instead. So I scrapped the hateful, scornful Galentine's Day script and decided to go completely unscripted with you guys. So uh, this may a little be a little bit of the blind leading the blind. Um, I am not sure if anything that I am about to say is meant for me to just say and get it out in the universe for accountability reasons or purging, or if there's someone who will hear this and it will resonate with them, I don't know, but I, f I feel very strongly that what I'm about to say, even though I have no idea what I'm about to say, there's a reason for it. So... Let me just go back and I'll tell you about my week. This past week was very emotional. And I really don't know why. I cried a lot. Uh, sometimes, you know, there were reasons for it. You know, something I was watching or listening to. Sometimes I was just making coffee. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I would have this huge swell of emotions that are so much that I couldn't even sort through what I was feeling, but it would just kind of all just pour over and I would just cry. And it wasn't like, like an open sob. It was as if two tiny faucets were opened under each eye and the tears would just come. And I didn't necessarily feel better after. Uh, usually when I have that kind of cry, it's a cleansing cry. It's a release. It's something that needs to happen. And afterwards, I feel better and lighter and clearer. And I didn't necessarily feel that way this time. Um, and then on top of that, on top of feeling very emotional, I was having very vivid dreams of my parents, of my best friend. And I would wake up not being able to remember the details of those dreams, but a feeling associated with it, which was loss. And I would wake up and I would be so sad. And I couldn't sort through it. And so as I usually do when I am dealing with something that I can't sort through. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and just trying to 
figure out what in the heck is going on with me? Why can't I just work through this? And all of a sudden, during one of my prayers, I heard very clearly, look within. The answers are within. And so I was like, well, that's not helpful. <laughs> I mean, if the answers are within, I don't feel like the answers are within, but okay, God, if that's what you're telling me to do, I promised that I would, I would listen, that I would let go of the oars. And so I did some research and I, I wanted to do some meditating, but I don't, I mean, whatever. I don't know how to meditate. Okay. I really don't. I've tried in the past and I just, I can't, to me, here's the issue. In my mind, when I think about meditating, it is completely emptying my mind of, you know, whatever, any, any preconceived notions, any thoughts, anything, right? You, you clean it out, you go blank, and then you open it up to receive, okay? Well, guys, I am an overthinker. Completely emptying my mind is nearly impossible, but I thought, okay, well, maybe I don't have to completely empty it. So I went and I did some research, turned to Google. <laughs> I went to Google to learn how to meditate. Something about that seems wrong, but okay. And I found many articles that said, no, you don't have to be, your mind doesn't have to be completely empty, but you do have to be sort of in a place to receive. Okay, well, that, that I can do, right? I can do that. So... I took a few moments, went into my bedroom, closed the shades, closed the door so I was not interrupted by Mr. Oliver, and just got quiet, said a prayer first, you know, I asked for guidance, and then just got quiet, you know, took a deep, few deep breaths, didn't try to go blank, but just kind of, you know, let God, the universe know that, okay, I'm here, I'm listening, what, what have you got? for me. I'm, I'm ready. I want to figure out what's going on, why I'm so emotional, where, where all these tears are coming from. So as I'm sitting there, all of a sudden I hear that song that I actually don't like, that song. It's called Listen to Your Heart. I can hear it right now. I have no idea who sings it, uh, a female uh, or a group that the female is the lead. And um. It's like, you know, listen to your heart. It keeps calling to you. Listen to your heart, whatever. And I'm, I'm hearing the song and I'm like, oh, okay. But if I knew what my heart was telling me, right? So I was frustrated after that first <laughs> meditation session. And I don't think you should leave a meditation session frustrated, but whatever. And I kind of gave up, right? Why don't you for it? I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, listen to my heart. It, that doesn't help. I, I obviously don't know what my heart is trying to tell me. So the next day, again, I tried again. Get quiet in the bedroom, you know, ready to receive. I hear it again. Same damn song. Listen to your heart. Okay. Okay. I get it. All right. I'll listen to my heart if you can tell me what my heart is trying to tell me, right? So I started thinking about 
sort of everything that's been going on in my life lately. And you guys already know. I mean, not nothing I'm about to say to you should be new, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know what's going to come out. But um, I've been struggling. I've been struggling lately with boundaries, with um, past relationships, current relationships. I feel a little adrift might be the best way to say it. Uh, yeah, I don't like this feeling. Um, I'm trying to just go with the flow, right? I'm a Pisces, I should be able to do this. But I'm finding it hard. Uh, I'm moving forward into something. It's funny, because I just remembered that I had a dream the other day that I was the only part I remembered of this dream was I was standing in the doorway and the room that I was in was dark, but the doorway to the outside was bright and sunny. And it was very inviting and it was gorgeous. I couldn't get myself to move through that door. Couldn't get myself to go past the threshold, even though where I was wasn't so great. Dark, cold, alone. Outside, inviting, sunny, warm. Still couldn't get myself to step over that threshold. And I woke up from that dream wondering why. What is holding me right here, right now? I think it's fear. Now, fear, much like pain, they're, they can be helpful, right? They're signals, they're warnings. You're going, you're going too far, you're doing too much. You know, when, when, when you're doing something and, and you feel physical pain from it, right? It's your body telling you, whoa, stop, it's too much. And I think fear is sometimes the same thing. It's, it's, it's your subconscious telling you, stop. There's something here, you're, you're in danger. There's something here you're not seeing. So in some ways, fear, pain, they're positive things, right? They're warnings. But at the same time, those two things can be negative. They can hold you back. And I think for me, fear is holding me back from something that clearly is better, right? I just have to find it in me to step over that threshold. If I'm thinking about the image in my dream, what's beyond that threshold is much better than where I currently am. So what's it going to take for me to move beyond that threshold? Is it going to be faith? Is it a blind leap? Maybe. I've never been one to hold back from that. So I'm not really sure why. I'm holding back now. When I look at that in context of my entire week, of, of the emotion, the very emotional week, what I'm thinking is that all those tears are past trauma, right? And I am I'm washing it away. I'm letting it all come to the surface, all of that pain, that hurt, that past trauma, 
that I worked so hard at pushing down, keeping it down, just crushing it up into a a pill tiny enough for me to choke down and push down. I can't do it anymore, right? Guys, we know we've talked about this. The volcano's coming. In these tears, I like that slow flow of lava. And yes, lava is destructive, but in this case, I think it is destroying all of the past pain, right? And it's leading me to whatever is outside of that threshold. Got to let it go. I've got to let all of the emotion come up and out. Something else that I've been thinking a lot about this week is being too much, right? Just too much anything. Too emotional, too uh, loud, too loving, you know, to, to the other stuff that, you know, too old, too fat. And I found this old meme that I'd had that basically said something like, you know, you're not too anything. You're exactly the amount you should be. And if you're too whatever, fill in the blank, for someone, that someone is not for you. You know, spent a lot of years sort of diminishing myself, you know, from when I was very young to being told, you know, that I breathed too loud or spoke too loud or laughed too loud to being an adult, you know, in, in adult relationships where I'm told I love too much. I, I want too much love in return, you know, or I'm too fat. Nobody's going to want me or, you know, whatever. So I spent my entire life diminishing myself to fit into whatever box whoever was in my life said I needed to fit into. And I'm, I feel like I, you know, that's just not me anymore. You know, I keep getting this image, even as I'm talking to you right now of like, you know, the butterfly emerging from the cocoon. It outgrew it. And what came out, you know, instead of that, that little fuzzy thing that went in, what came out was this beautiful thing that didn't, that was no longer stuck hanging from a tree limb. It was free to go wherever it wanted to go. And that's where I think I'm I'm at right now. If I could just get myself to step over that threshold I can emerge from my cocoon, my self-created cocoon, just like that caterpillar, right? That wasn't done to the caterpillar. The caterpillar did that to itself. And now it's time for me to break free of that, to have the courage, the faith, to step over that threshold because I know I can see it. I can feel it. What is beyond that threshold is so much better. 
than where I'm at right now. Just to be clear, I'm not unhappy with where I am right now. A lot had to happen to get me to this place. Right? A lot of growth, a lot of self-awareness, a lot of changes, you know, uh, physical changes, emotional changes, subconscious changes. It all had to happen. But now I think I'm ready for that next move. So if anything that I am saying is resonating with you, you know, conversations have souls, your sassy aunt just sitting here having coffee with you, just chatting with you, this is resonating with you, then this message is meant for you too, right? You are not to anything for anyone. And if you feel that is the case, that they are kind of boxing you in, take a look at that. Because that's not about you. That's about them, right? You're diminishing yourself for them. But why? Are you afraid they won't be able to handle the real you? Maybe they won't. But wouldn't you rather be your true, authentic self? Be someone you look in the mirror, you can love and be proud of? See your true self? Be someone you can actually recognize? In your heart, you know who that person is. Don't lessen yourself for someone else. And you know what? I would be willing to bet You show them who you really are, what you really are, not diminish to fit into whatever you think they want from you. They're going to love you even more, right? Because now there's honesty. There's true honesty. You are completely opening up yourself. And this is scary, right? You're going to make yourself vulnerable. It's worth it. Promise you, it's worth it. So the last thing that I want to talk to you about, this idea of being too much. Hmm. (laughs) Sorry, it's all just kind of coming at me fast and I'm trying to organize the thoughts before I just (laughs) vomit them out. Here we go. (laughs) In my life, I have lessened the kind of love or the amount of love that I have for someone, right? Because I've been afraid that if I showed them how much love I have to give, that I would come across as needy. And then ultimately feel like a burden, right? So you come to this person, you got this beautifully wrapped gift you're handing to them. Inside is all the love that you have for them, all the love that you can give them. And they open it up and they go, but you keep the receipt. It's a scary thing, right? I have to. Hmm. It's not courage. 
Oh, I think it's vulnerability. God, I don't know. What I want to say is this. The love that I have to offer someone is not too much for the right someone. There is someone out there that can handle the love that I have to give. Now, I admittedly will tell you, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. It's going to maybe feel like a tidal wave at times. But I promise you, if the two of us are in it together, we'll come to the surface together. It won't drown you. Maybe it's the person that I'm offering the love that needs to have the courage, right? Maybe it's not about me having courage because I keep... I keep hearing courage, but I kept saying, no, that's not the right word. Just because it's not me who needs to have courage. It's them, right? They're going to have to take a chance. And that's tough because I don't know. I don't know their history, right? I keep talking about this them person. It's this person, this, you know, unnamed (laughs) person out there. I haven't met anybody. So, you know, this person X, (laughs) Maybe they're coming from a place of hurt, you know? I mean, you you can't reach my age, middle age, and not have been hurt. I'm sorry to tell you. Any youngins that may be listening, maybe you've made it this far and not been hurt, and God bless you, right? That's wonderful. But chances are you make it to 50, and and you're going to have some heartache in your life, you know? It doesn't have to be romantic. could be a friendship. Maybe it's family-related. But, yeah, you're going to have some heartache. And so if they've been hurt in the past and and they don't want to make themselves vulnerable, you know, they've built up walls. (laughs) Hello, I I recognize walls. I know that. Um, But it's going to take them willing to let this sort of tidal wave of love in, right? And what, now a tidal wave, maybe that may not be the correct because what I, I keep getting this image of, this is so dumb. I keep getting this image of, of, I've watched YouTube videos in the past of like pools exploding, right? So like you have like this huge wave of water, the pool explodes, you have this huge wave of water. But afterwards, it's just kind of like the, the water disperses, right? It's, it doesn't leave a whole lot of destruction, right? Yeah, it's a lot of water. Okay, but the ground will, will soak it up. Or it'll evaporate. The sun will dry it out. It's not going to leave any real permanent damage. So whoever's out there for me, what I would like to tell them is my love may feel like that bursting pool, (laughs) but I promise you, eventually it's going to be okay. It's going to even out. Water finds its own level, right? It's going to fill the places in your life, in your heart, in your soul where you need it. And the rest, just kind of go out into the universe, right? Just evaporate. All right, guys, this was a very weird episode, (laughs) admittedly. I hope that it resonated with some of you. it really felt like something I needed to do. So I'm not sure the reasoning behind that, but I am trusting my, uh, my guide and my God and the universe and, and, um, 
just doing what felt right this week. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Coming back for episode 27. Don't forget, join the Facebook group, My So-Called Midlife Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at JennyJoy316. If you like the podcast, tell your friends and then tell them to listen. That second part is important. Questions, topic suggestions, email me at mysocalledmidlifepodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, until next time. Love you. Bye. Thank you.